Hello, and welcome to An Encouraged Heart. This is Cynthia, and thank you for joining me for Bible study. I'm in week five of Jesus experiencing his touch, and this study covers Mark chapters one through six. Please go online to Precept Ministries to order your copy of a study guide. If you do not have a copy, um, in the meantime, please open your Bibles to Mark chapter five. As always, let's open with a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, um, we just praise you and honor you today, and we're so grateful for the opportunity to come together through this technology, and I just pray that every heart listening um, will be touched by your words, uh, by your spirit. I just pray that you will continue to give us understanding of your word and continue to draw us closer to you. In Jesus' name, amen. For those of you who have the workbook, um, please turn to page 68. And the, in the observation section, it says here, let's read on to learn the answer to Jairus' plea for his daughter's life. And we're going to continue, of course, to do the markings. We're going to be looking at Mark chapter 5, verses 35 through 43. We're going to continue to mark every reference to Jesus with a cross, including any synonyms and pronouns such as teacher. We're going to continue to mark every reference to the synagogue official, Jairus, with a, a capital J. And we're going to also mark any reference to the words death or dying with a tombstone symbol. Okay? Again, we're looking at um, verses 35 through 43. And verse 35 says, While he was still speaking... So mark he for Jesus. They came from the house of a synagogue official. So um, mark that with a capital J saying your daughter has died. So mark your for the synagogue official. So mark that, of course, with capital J. Your daughter has died. So mark the word died. Why trouble the teacher anymore? So mark teacher for Jesus. But Jesus Mark Jesus, overhearing what was being spoken, said to the synagogue official, so mark that for Jairus, of course, do not be afraid any longer, only believe. And he allowed no one to accompany him, so mark he and him for Jesus, except Peter and James and John, the brother of James. They came to the house of a synagogue official, so mark that, of course, with a capital J, and he saw a commotion and people loudly weeping and wailing. And entering in, he said to them, so mark he for Jesus, why make a commotion and weep? The child has not died, but is asleep, so mark the word died. They began laughing at him, mark him for Jesus, but putting them all out, he took along the child's father and mother and his own companions. So mark he for Jesus, mark father with a capital J, of course, mark his for Jesus and enter the room where the child was. Taking the child by the hand, he said to her, Talitha come, which translated means little girl, I say to you, get up. So mark he for Jesus, mark I for Jesus as well. Verse 42, immediately the girl got up and began to walk, for she was 12 years old. And immediately they were completely astounded. 
verse 43, and he gave them strict orders that no one should know about this a marquee for Jesus. And he said that something should be given her to eat marquee for Jesus. Okay. And as always, I'm going to reread without interruption, the passage beginning at verse 35. It says, while he was still speaking, they came from the house of a synagogue official saying, your daughter has died. Why trouble the teacher anymore? But Jesus, overhearing what what was being spoken, said to the synagogue official, do not be afraid any longer, only believe. And he allowed no one to accompany him except Peter and James and John, the brother of James. They came to the house of the synagogue official and he saw a commotion and people loudly weeping and wailing. And entering in, he said to them, why make a commotion and weep? The child has not died, but is asleep. They began laughing at him, but putting them all out, he took along the child's father and mother and his own companions and entered the room where the child was. Taking the child by the hand, he said to her, Talitha, come, which translated means little girl, I say to you, get up. Immediately, the girl got up and began to walk, for she was 12 years old, and immediately they were completely astounded. And he gave them strict orders that no one should know about this. And he said that something should be given her to eat. Okay. Well, I'm going to uh, begin with the discussion questions on page 68. The first says, what was Jesus's exhortation to Jairus in verse 36? And let me read verse 36. It says, but Jesus overhearing what was being spoken said to the synagogue official, do not be afraid any longer, only believe. So here we see um, the exhortation clearly is, don't be afraid any longer, only believe. Okay. Question number two, how does that compare with Jesus's words to the woman with the hemorrhage? Um, Jesus recognized Jairus's fear. Um, so again, he encouraged him to have faith. On the other hand, Jesus saw the woman's faith and told her that her faith has made her well. Okay. Question three, Mark, Mark lets us know that the people laughed. What does their response tell you about their opinion of Jesus and what he said? Have you ever experienced a similar response when you've shared something from the word of God? Um, the people laughing clearly showed that they did not understand who Jesus really was. They did not accept that he was the Messiah. Therefore, they did not accept his words nor believe in his power and authority to heal. Um, I have experienced situations where people have acted um, disinterested, for example, in hearing anything about the Lord. Okay. Um, the next question, it says here, who witnessed the raising of Jairus's daughter who was shut out, do you have any idea why? Well, we know the child's father and mother and Jesus's companions had all witnessed the healing because um, they had faith um, that Jesus would heal her. Um, he shut out those who had laughed. Um, again, I believe this was because of their unbelief and they had not accepted him as the Messiah or having the power and authority to heal. Okay, and the next question, which is on page 70, 
says, how does Jesus regard people in pain? How would you describe his priorities, especially in comparison to those held by the society around him? Well, he showed compassion for those in need. Um, the woman with the hemorrhage, Jairus with the daughter um, who was close to death. Um, he interacted with each person individually. He showed that he cared for each and every person. Okay. Um, the next question says, what have you learned this week about the touch of Jesus? Who in this chapter received his touch and why? The man with the unclean spirit, Gentiles witnessed the healing. The woman with the hemorrhage, the crowd present heard Jesus tell her their faith has made her well. And the little girl each received Jesus's touch because of the Lord's compassion and the faith that was present. Their own faith or the faith in the case of the girl, the faith of her father and mother. Okay. Question seven how can what you've observed make a difference in your life today? No matter what need that I have, Jesus wants me. He wants each of us to come to him in faith, believing that he loves us, believing that he cares for each of us, and believing that he will take care of our needs. Okay? Uh, before I conclude week five, I'd like to share the wrap it up on page 71 and it says here, this chapter again declares and demonstrates who Jesus truly is, the son of the most high God. This proclamation initially came from a legion of demons possessing a man who, once Jesus delivered him, became a proclaimer of Jesus and his mission. Then, freed from torment of Satan's demonic control, the man returned to his Gentile village with a message of mercy. Mercy is the platform where we see the deity of Jesus. A trembling, bleeding woman is healed from an ailment that had consumed her life for 12 years simply by the touch of Jesus. A young girl is raised from the dead as he takes her hand and simply says, get up, little girl. And it happened because needy human beings sought Jesus and he had compassion on them and healed them. Oh, why would we run to another human being before we first sought his help, his guidance? He is the son of the most high God who gives us life. The question for us to consider is this. If Jesus is capable of doing these kind acts of mercy, what can he do for me? If he is the son of the most high God, what difference should that make in my personal journey with Jesus? Okay, well, I'm going to conclude our study for today. I hope that our time together has been a blessing to you. If so, please be sure to subscribe to my podcast or YouTube channel. There will be links in the description box for this episode. And be sure to share the podcast with a friend. Take care, and I look forward to you joining me next time. God bless.